What's up, everybody? How you guys doing? Welcome to another episode of Jackson versus Jackson. I'm Eric T. Jackson, one of your co-hosts here with my boy, AJ Jackson, and we are going to talk about some fun stuff for you today. Uh, it's our first show uh, in 2023, and so this makes it, uh, you know, only able to go up from here. You know, it's 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 our first, but it's going to be uh, possibly one of the best. What's up, AJ? How you doing, brother? Doing good. Happy uh, New Year to everyone. Um, hope everybody's had a good uh, holiday season. I know I have since Thanksgiving to Christmas to New Year's. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Me too, man. Uh, a lot of sports uh, on TV that I've been ingesting. Uh, been uh, spending a lot of time with my, my kids, my girl, and uh, having a ball, man. How about you? Yeah, man. Um I spent uh, Thanksgiving with one of my best friends. He got his doctorate this summer. Cleo. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah. Shout out to Cleo Wadley, baby. Yes. Dr. The Pine Cleo Tree Wadley. Pirates. That's right. Right. First African-American principal for the school in 175 years. My homeboy. <laughs> so, you know, I went up there and, and uh, hung out with him. And then Christmas, you know, hung out with a lot of friends. You know, Jack, I'm not from here. Uh, mm-hmm. I've been living here for 26 years. So I'm really fortunate that you know, in my time here, when I when I haven't gone home to New Jersey, people have uh, you know, called me up and 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 extended uh, um, hospitality and pleasantries to come by uh, for Christmas yes, and, and New Year's. So, um, you know, just a a great time to connect, man. And uh, you know, people that you don't see as often as you did because you Absolutely. live in a different area or different right. things. A lot of those good things, man. Grandkids connected, you know, my son, family members, people I used to hang out with at a different church. Um, we used to do we used to do card parties for people's birthdays. Oh, and a lot of that stuff got cut back because of uh, you know, COVID and then just life. So absolutely a lot of that restorative uh restorative uh relationships. That's right, that's right. So uh today we are going to talk about uh Everything that's been happening, man, uh, in NFL, college football. Uh, let's get started. What you got for us, man? All right. So uh, I, I thought maybe the first thing we do will do since we're uh, winding down the NFL season, right? Mm-hmm. So let's let's go over a couple of things. Let's go over our predictions uh, that we put out there at the beginning of the year, yeah. and then also let's give a brief synopsis of where we are and where we hope our team will be. Um going forward okay well i'll let you start with the texans i thought you was gonna start with the cowboys man well you know i got more to talk about okay <laughs> yeah, already <laughs> you right you right there brother <laughs> hey so so uh let me just look at so the texans we have two wins right and uh i think the pundits had an over-under of maybe Vegas had an over-under of six and a half, and I chose right. the over. Right. So I think I chose seven wins. Uh, I'm not sure exactly the seven that's on the, the, the their schedule, but uh, they, 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 they miss miserably on, on that projection. And, uh, uh, you know, as a, as a diehard fan, uh, I really, I really wanted them to be better than they are, but once they proved to me who they are, my focus changed. You know, so instead of saying, "Okay, I want this team to win seven, eight games, so I can see growth," when I when I realized there was very little to no growth, I said, "Okay, now I, I don't care about seeing growth. I just want that." number one overall pick right uh and so the last five six weeks i've actually seen growth in this team you know not wins we have we we just beat uh uh the tennessee titans but i haven't seen a lot of wins but i have seen a little bit of growth so but that i'm sort of 
fine with that because it it, it 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 hasn't taken away from us being in the the top position or second position in order for us to get us a quarterback because uh we've realized for a long time now that that Davis Mills is not the answer okay and uh you know I have no problems admitting I was wrong cuz at one point I did say he was the answer and he is not yeah I'm I'm doing a 360 on that. Well, uh, well, Jack, let me let me just comment a little bit because I remember uh, we kind of talked about what we thought he was and what he wasn't. Uh-huh. And I, I, I said that the jury's still out. I said the first year it was he was brand new mm-hmm. and then Cully was brand new and the whole coaching staff was brand new. Mm-hmm. Rookie coach, um, first time as a head coach, rookie quarterback, got to throw that out. I, I thought that he's a quarterback, man. He got the physical tools, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to have to protect him up the middle. And the other thing is he's going to have to have a lot of really good talent around him. Right. All right? Because he's he's not um, Jalen Hurts that can get out of, out of jams and still can throw the football. No. He's right. pretty much going to be right where he is. Right. When so they come and rush him. So this right. is what I see. When even, even I mean, again, I was in this corner, but but even with a lot of talent around him, I I still think he'll he'll be less than average, bro. Well, well, here's the, here's the, well, here's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. He he's on a rookie contract, right? So mm-hmm. what he's done two years or three? This is second year. Okay, so that means as as a third round pick, but their first pick, he's got at least four years with him, right? Okay, so they're going to draft the quarterback, right? Mm-hmm. And they got what three number one picks and 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 four or seven picks in the first two rounds or something like that. They've so got... they're going to upgrade their talent with mm-hmm. those picks, mm-hmm. but they're going to be rookie raw like he was, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So next year, um, he's going to he'll know the system for two years, and they'll bring in one of the quarterbacks is supposed to be all that and that. And I think, I think they'll share some time at the beginning. That, that That's just my philosophy. Whoever they bring in CJ Stroud or, or the quarterback, they'll, they'll, they won't have to throw him right, throw those guys right in, even though they know it's the future, but by the third or fourth game, if they're not mm-hmm. three and three, that guy will be in there. That, that's just, that's just me talking as a coach. Yeah. Without yeah. throwing guys in there and getting smashed. Yeah him having a little bit more talent around him. I mean, because if you got seven picks in the first two rounds and uh, uh, I mean, you should come out with some of the best players in, in, in some of those positions, they're going to be raw. Well, now. They'll, they'll have that. They, they have two first rounders and they may have two second rounders. They, they don't have seven in the first two rounds, but they may I have. Thought they, I thought they had three in the first round. Mm-hmm. They have two. I, Two in the first round this year and two in the first round next year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's over a two-year span where they have four first-rounders. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So I thought know. they – because I, I know you only get seven picks, but I thought they got something like nine picks or ten picks this coming up year, 2020, 2023. Over a seven-round draft, they may. But not yeah, all and in the I, first and I, and second round. Okay, and then I thought they had something like five in the first two rounds or six, something like that. Not, no? not mm-mm, mm-mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So so that's where I stand with them, man. Uh, so, and I, I've gone on record on here saying that I believe uh, C.J. Stroud should be the, the, the quarterback taken. Uh, I just feel like him and uh, Bryce Young, uh, they bring a lot of the same qualities to the field. I think both of them have the uh, the the mindset. They both can make the throws, but I think as far as a quarterback's mindset, you know, that's like the 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 most important thing to to making the throws. And I think they both possess the same mindset. I feel like the thing that sets them apart though is CJ Stroud's physical size compared to uh, Bryce Young. It may not hinder Bryce Young, but I think it'll help CJ no more. All right. What's yeah, I'm a I'm I'm a Texan. Look, I, I want the Texan teams to do well. Yeah. I mean, I've been a Cowboy fan for 50 years. Um since I was 10. 
Um, Since the last you know, time they won a Super Bowl, huh? Well, um, I, this is what I tell the young people that are like under 30. See, they haven't experienced the Cowboys winning in the 70s and the 90s. So their drought feels a whole lot different than mm-hmm. mine because mm-hmm. I've seen them win uh, pretty much all their Super Bowls that they do have, and even mm-hmm. even when they made it. Yep. So, but a guy that's twenty five, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, let's say he let's say he's thirty five and he was ten, right? Because you mm-hmm. you about eight, nine, or ten, you understand what football is really about then, yep. right? Yep. yep. On your own, not just your dad or whatever, right? So somebody that's twenty five or thirty. They have they've they have they don't they haven't experienced the Cowboys like I've experienced them or somebody my age. Yeah. You yeah. Know, so it's a different this a different feeling, you know. That's, right. That's why so many people like the Patriots all over right. the world, right? Yeah. Because everybody was going with the winners and they've been the win they've been the winners the last yeah, 20 year. years. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So, so when we was kids, that's how we picked our teams. The teams that was winning. <laughs> you was either look, you was either a Pittsburgh Steeler fan or a Cowboy mm-hmm. fan. Yeah. When I was coming up in high school. Yeah. Cause that's who won the Super Bowls in the in the in the seventies. Yeah, yeah. I was a Bears fan, ten years old when they won this Super Bowl. Hmm. Uh. Okay. So what's up with the Cowboys, man? In your predictions? Oh man. Today? Oh man. We uh, we uh, we took care of those Eagles, bro. We took care of those Eagles. Uh, you know, we had to do that. Gardner Minshew. Yeah, well, but 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 then you could say the first game. This is what I told somebody. I said, well, the first game you could say that Dak didn't play, right? Even though that's not accurate because I I said to you that they got manhandled against mm-hmm. against the Eagle the first game, right? right. Yep. Now now that that got a different skill set, right? But uh, they got punched in the lips when they played the Eagles the first time. They went to they they went to uh uh. Financial field, Lincoln Financial Field, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, you know they played on national television, and and uh, they couldn't run the football against uh, against Cox and the other. What's the other young man's the number one draft pick? They played defensive tackle for uh, the Eagles. They got drafted. Oh, uh, Jordan Davis. Jordan Davis. They couldn't block those guys, right? Right. right. And uh, you know they got manhandled. You know, I, I'm one of the first ones to say that. The Cowboys have a finesse offensive line when they yep. go against stout players like that. And it's nothing wrong with that. You are what you are. You are what you are. But I just think that you don't you don't try to run up the middle against those guys right first mm-hmm. when that's the when that's the strength and the teeth of their defense. Right. I think you gotta kind of move them around and make them think and and throw some screens. You know, I'm talking about depending on the field position. But there's nobody, and I said this before, there's nobody on the Cowboys offensive line that can block uh um Cox one on one. Oh, yeah. And then we also t- yeah, and we also talked about, hey, you got those two big tackles in there. You gotta go two tight ends so the guard and the tackles can double team those guys, and then the mm-hmm. tight ends got the end. And then if you're gonna run, especially if you're gonna run with Zeke there, then you can put a fullback in there so he can get the Mike linebacker. Already. Right. And then, you know, after that, you got to make somebody miss. That that's 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 what you gotta do. Mm-hmm. In, in my opinion, you know, as coaches. So the Cowboys, I think they just gotta realize who they are, what they do well, and and mix some trickeration in there every now and then. Yeah. And um the defense just gotta play better. If they defense would play can play like they did in the first third of the season when they were uh-huh. opportunistic and they made these plays and it was intercepting the ball. When they, If they could play like they played the first five or six games of the season, they get back to that and Dak, and Dak is leading them to score what? They're scoring over 35 points a game. Right, right. But their defense to me is, you know, Dak's throwing some interceptions, right? Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm, I, hey, I'm, hey, I call like I call it. Like somebody said that since he's been back, he's thrown the most interceptions in the games that he's been back. Mm-hmm. If that's a fact. That's a fact. I think he threw 10, right? Now, a couple of them, that ball had bounced off my man's chest, and they intercepted the ball. It, it counts as an interception. But if you watch the game, that 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 just was a ridiculous. Uh, was, it wasn't his fault. Well, it was, yeah, it's 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 a statistic, though. Mm-hmm. But uh, mm-hmm. it was a key, what is it, key, what I call the keystone cop play, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. He cut, 
He started slipping and falling down on, a, on his own cut. Nobody touched him. And then he's going down to his knees. And then the ball hits him in the chest and bounces up. <laughs> I mean, you know, I mean, when you look at the play, the play was ridiculous. Right, right, yeah. And that no. ended the game, right? When that, that that was the last play of the game, right? That was yeah. a, that was that was uh, overtime. Yeah. So that's why you can't let you got to win the game while you have a chance to win the game. Mm-hmm. I think the Cowboys' mentality sometimes is we're going to win it in the end. Right. We're going to win it in the end. And, you know, when you play in a tough game and a tough team and you're playing hard, yeah, you you want that confidence. But what I didn't see the whole game against Jacksonville because I was in Atlanta okay. when they played them. So they regionally showed the Falcons, right? Right. But when they cut in at the last bit of the game, and then I watched the highlights, the Cowboys was winning 27-10 in the third quarter. I didn't know that because I didn't see the game. Yeah. That's a defensive problem. You mean uh, Philadelphia was winning 27-10 in the third quarter? No, no, no. I'm saying when they played the Jacksonville Jaguars and oh, they lost okay, in yeah. overtime. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, They yeah. didn't show the game. They showed the last two minutes of the game when they cut oh, okay. from the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't see the game. Yeah. But I saw the interception off his chest in overtime. That's yeah. I only saw the last. Like, I think they were winning, and I think Jacksonville came down and kicked the field goal at the end. I think that's what I saw, and it went to oh. overtime. Right. And then and then a ricochet for a touchdown, you know. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't know they were up 20, 27 to 10 in the middle of the third quarter. Right. Now, of course, if if the Cowboys sustained a, a drive or two and got some first downs, would have ran some off the clock and would have got points. That's what people right. are trying to blame Dak with. Right. But dude, you win in 20, 27 to 10. That's three scores. Yeah. Absolutely. It's 17. Yeah. Yeah, but we ready. I mean, I think we ready. Um, you know, uh, I, I think we'll probably be in like with a, a fourth or fifth position. I think. Yeah, yeah, y'all uh play, uh, the the uh, the 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 NFC uh, West uh, champion. Maybe was it the NFC West champion? Because I don't know if y'all want the 49ers. I don't know if y'all want that smoke. Uh, well, I t- I tell you like this. You know, after next week, we'll really know what the brackets are. So I haven't sure. really been following that. Right, right, right. Uh, uh, what's this week six, 16 or game? Yeah, 16? going into week seventeen. Yes. Okay. Or so uh, after next week, everybody will know exactly where they are, and then we'll come back and talk about that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Oh, just finished up. You know, I got my timer set. I'm trying to, I'm trying to keep us on on on, on point. Right. Oh, uh, let, let me let me go back and talk to you about this real quick, and then we'll move on, and you can talk about college sports. So early in the in the I'm year, give we you had sixty a, seconds. All right, we had an early earlier we had a discussion mm-hmm. about uh, Hall of Famers, and I asked you about Adrian Peterson, and you said that he's not a Hall of Famer, and I was like, I was like, you bringing what? this up, huh? Yeah, I got to, bro. <laughs> I got to, because you did acknowledge me that I was right. But it wasn't on camera, so uh, yeah. why don't you go go back and, and and recap what you said, and then go back and then tell tell the viewers so that during, you didn't apologize to me. So during the uh, during the debate, I didn't say he wasn't a Hall of Famer. I say I didn't think he was a first ballot Hall of Famer, and and, and that, I think that's what I said because I I, oh, I thought I watched he, it today, bro. Yeah, I thought he was. What number nine or ten ranked running back of all time? Uh, and, and to me, that wasn't really that still could have been a first ballot, but I I didn't I didn't remember much about uh his playing days, and maybe it maybe it was because I was caught off guard, I don't know. But you know, as soon as I went back and started doing some research, and this dude is rookie offensive rookie of the year and he ran for over 2000 yards and he was number he's not number 9 all time he's number 5 all time that's right. what did it for me i was like damn i didn't know he was number 5 all time so well, yeah well, well, well here's the thing here's the thing about that jack yeah he played in minnesota yeah so you know it's not like he he played for the steelers or the yeah. cowboys yeah. or even the 49ers right yeah however however his first 10 years he, he he wasn't injured or anything like that. Right. right. He probably ran for fifteen hundred yards. I mean, excuse me. Probably ran fifty for yeah, probably ran for about 
an average in this in those 10 years about 12 1300 yards oh yeah yeah probably so you know he was like 13 like like probably 13,000 yards or something yeah. crazy number like that yeah i think he years. was he was league mvp one year which i had forgotten about and i shouldn't have forgotten about it cuz he's from texas like I, I know adrian peterson he's from palestine oh, texas yeah, yeah. And and he is a a dope running back, and yeah, I, I do believe that you were right, and he will be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Moving on, baby. Uh, let's talk about uh the college uh playoffs that just occurred this seat this this weekend. Uh, and it was a Texas team involved, and uh, so let let's start with that game since so that was the first game of the two games this weekend, TCU versus uh, Michigan. And so my thought, uh, my thoughts before the game was that TCU couldn't handle Michigan. I thought Michigan was too physical. I thought they were too big. I thought they had momentum. I thought they were hungry. You know, they, they made the playoffs last year and they lost in the semis. And a lot of times teams are like, well, you know, once they lose they're that hunger and that chip on their shoulder builds and it propels them forward. So that's what I sort of thought looking at Michigan. Especially if their team is intact yeah, for the and- most part. All, everybody comes back. Now, they lost the uh, their big pass rusher that went to Detroit. Yeah, and I think they lost, mm-hmm. yeah, and I, and I think they lost one other guy that was pretty good that went to the pros, too, on that defense, right? Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But you're right. Normally, if you got everybody back, especially your quarterback, yeah, and maybe a big time player, another big time player or two. Yeah, so, and they beat Ohio State. So, yeah. so I was like, these guys are rolling. Uh, it wasn't even close. And TCU demolished these boys. TCU was leading the whole game. Uh, now Michigan made it closer than what it it really was, to be honest, because uh. Just watching the game, TCU's defense was was on it from from jump. They were they were physical. They were running through guys. Uh, they they returned a, a pick for a touchdown. That was their very first score, you know. And so, uh, you know, I was really impressed with TCU, and, and so they will be. Uh, representing Texas in the national championship game uh, versus uh, Georgia uh, next Monday. And, and uh, <clears throat> I don't know, did you watch the game? What, what were your thoughts? Well, I didn't watch the game, but uh, I went back and watched our, uh, uh, I've been watching our tapes uh, okay. or uh, videos that we've been doing in the past. And one of the <clears throat> things we had talked about that I want to bring up, I said that both teams' defenses were really good, right? Yep. Statistically, everything, right? Yep. And and the one thing I always say, you know, technically they say, oh, well, you know, Michigan is in a bigger and better conference. They play better teams, you know, that right. type of thing. Right, But But here's the thing that I noticed since I moved to Texas, man. I, I Texas high school football is awesome here because of uh, how they use the athletic <laughs> period to get more practice time and more wait time. You know, most people, a lot of, you know, so they, you know, they get more time in the classroom, more time yep. in the weight room yep. uh, uh, before the school day is out. And then yep. they go out and practice like everybody else. But they've already put another, <laughs> look, they already put another 90 minutes in their day. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, and most of their recruits, I bet you probably 95% of their cr- recruits are from Texas. Yeah. Definitely. So, so, so when you look at high Texas high school football, the way they do that, and yeah, it's a little bit of a of a, a matchup situation when you talk mm-hmm. about Michigan is in the Big Big Ten and they play those all big schools compared to what TCU plays, right? And the, and the recruits that they recruit, are right, right, nationally better and bigger national and recruits, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But but the way Texas high school football trains and practices. They right there in there with them, man. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, I've never yeah. seen us, these guys train like they do, right? Yeah. Now I don't but, know how Michigan trains, in, uh, but I think Michigan they don't just they they don't just get 
recruits from Michigan. They get recruits from all. No, over. they 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 they're a national program. They've got yeah, they got their so. national brand back. Uh, definitely, so they've I, caught up to Ohio State at least yeah. in the in the uh, in the conference. You know, in their in in their in their conference. Yeah, yeah. But 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 I guess what I'm saying is, and this is what I made the statement that they defense both their defenses are good. Mm-hmm. Um, Michigan is ground and pound. Yeah, and um, TCU is more offensive finesse, and the finesse offensive finesse team won. Yeah, because both the defenses were just about the same. Right, right, right. Both defenses were tough, but Michigan. Yeah, I didn't think uh, TCU's offense would be able to do that on Michigan's defense, but uh, they they definitely did. Uh, one other point to make. Uh, TCU has a guy named Savion Williams. He is from Marshall, Texas, my hometown. Oh, what number was he? Uh, can't remember what number he was. Might have been 16. But uh, they targeted – he's a big guy, man, like maybe a sophomore. They targeted him a few times. I don't remember him having any catches. Uh, let me look at the stats real quick. Yeah, they. T- I remember them targeting him downfield a few times, but they overthrew him. But so he didn't have any catches, but nevertheless, my little homie from Marshall, Texas, Savion Williams, salute you, brother. You will be playing the national championship game. All the Marshall will be proud and and, and watching, rooting you guys on. Yeah, I now, guess I, I guess, you know, I used to do a lot of football camps for TCU. Yeah. Gary Patterson was there. Yeah. And so I guess, you know, I have some sentimental ties with that. Because I used to come they used to come and do uh, camps at Katy. Okay. Uh, when Gary Patterson was there, and yeah. uh, you know he was there, seven, like what, what, fifteen, seventeen years or something? Yeah, yeah, almost twenty. Yeah. One yeah. of one of the best uh, speakers I ever saw at coaching school was Gary Patterson. Oh, really? What what, did, yeah, what, did, what what do you remember? I remember his speech was great. <laughs> I, I mean, was like, in awe of him. But yeah, it was a while back. I don't remember the speech. But you remember that? Oh, I got. Yes, you. yes, I remember Gary Patterson in the the big room, and I remember enjoying it thoroughly. Uh, let's talk about uh, Ohio State versus Georgia. Now, this is one where me, I thought Georgia was gonna, and Ohio State, I guess. It, is is a physical team as well, but I, I really thought Georgia would would uh, blow them out as well, and it wasn't that way. Like Ohio State led the entire game. Yeah, they gave that game away, bro. And, and, I'm sorry. Well, how do you? you Georgia took it. Georgia took well, it. I'm, I'm, I'm not sure they could have done. That's your much interpretation. To win that that's, game. That's your interpretation. When you're winning, right? You, two things you need to do. Don't turn the ball over, number one. And even if you have to punt, right, mm-hmm. you got to get two or three first downs. So you, you you cut the time down on the clock. Like if you get the ball kicked to you and you start at the 25, you can't be three and out. So I'm, at least if you get – I'm sure they coaches know that. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying that, we, I'm saying that we're having this conversation and they were winning the whole game. And they were in control the whole game. And to me, they should have won that game like TCU won it, meaning that they were winning and TCU just kept scoring and kept making plays and and all of that. Didn't give them a chance to come back and win. Georgia, not Michigan, though. Georgia's a beast. Yeah, I I just think that uh, uh, Ohio State's going to be sick. Yeah. To be winning, to be – they play 60 minutes and they were winning – 54, 55 minutes of the game. So, and, and, and let's let not to place blame on anyone, but Ohio State did drive down the field for a last second field goal. And it was shanked. It wasn't even close. I know there's a lot of pressure on, on a kicker, and it wasn't even a chip shot. It, it was at the very end of his range. It was about a 50 yarder. I Who think. Tim, two minute warning, Jack. I don't know if you can yep. see the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I got it. Uh, so it, it wasn't even a, a chip shot field goal, but their offense drove down the field, and they could have gotten them closer 
but Georgia's defense didn't allow it. Georgia's defense almost got a sack on that third down, which would have took them definitely out of field goal range. So, uh, you know, I I mean, I, I'm giving all of that comeback to Georgia. And 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 I have uh yeah, we got and so and I I'm an SEC guy, so I was I was rooting for Georgia, but I have a partner who coaches for Ohio State. So I was feeling him, and I was, and if Ohio State had a one, I'd have been happy for him. His name is Perry Eliano. We were both safeties for Stephen F. Austin for the Lumberjacks. I'm a proud alumnus of Stephen F. Austin State University. We played safety. He was a free. I was a strong. Uh, he was a year behind me, but he went into the coaching ranks, and uh, yeah, he's uh, coaching uh, safeties and corners at uh, Ohio State right now. So. Uh, my teammate, uh, man, he was he was right next to uh, uh, Kirby Smart when uh, the field goal didn't go through, and they showed both of them both of them heads just hanging low, just dejected. I felt really bad at that moment because one of the other best uh, coaching school uh, seminars of all time I went to was Kirby Smart. I don't know if you remember when Georgia won when Georgia went to the national title the first time and lost to Alabama. He was at the THSCA coaching school the very next year, and I got to ask him a question. Okay. So, so that was really a highlight for me. And What'd I you asked ask him. I asked him, uh, you know, it was something along the lines of uh, you know, how did how was uh, Alabama able to come back on you guys with a, a, a freshman quarterback in the second half? And he, he was, he was, he, he was matter of fact, he was like, uh, two would just beat us. You know, the quarterback just beat our defense, you know, but yeah, his, uh, his seminar was great too. So seeing those two right next to each other, you know, man, it, it really hurt, but I was, you know, I was, no, my bad. Seeing, Seeing Perry next to uh, Ryan Day. Okay. Yes. Kirby Smart won the game, which I was happy for. But seeing Perry next to Ryan Day as the field goal was shanked left, both of them dejected. That was, you know, sort of, you know, because I really wanted to see Perry do something. You know what I'm saying? Uh, We had battles on the field because he was a freshman. I was a sophomore. And. He was getting more playing time to me, and I was trying to prove myself, type of thing. But uh, he was a good safety, really. This good is in college, player. right? Yes, yeah, he was a good safety in college. Oh, uh, I'm gonna try and get him on the podcast, bro. Is what I'm gonna try and do. I'm gonna reach out to him. Yeah, probably gonna yeah. take a little while, bro. <laughs> See if he can come on Jackson versus Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Well, not now. I know his, yeah, his old guy heel. You know what I'm saying? It have to be way after the shit. After the championship yeah. game, bro. Yeah. We yeah. now and then, bro. Yeah, he, call him, make sure he ain't, make make sure he ain't, you know, walking around smoking cigarette butts with his make left sure hand. Make sure he ain't on uh, suicide watch or something. <laughs> nah, I, I pray that it's not that bad. I don't say walking around like, like, see cigarette butts on the ground and, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like the, like the you know, like the old bums, you know what I mean? If you yeah. got a cigarette, nah, he said, never mind, I'll go find one myself. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, but, heartbreak city, bro. But uh, congratulations, Georgia. Uh, shout out to Perry, Ohio State. Y'all did a great job. Uh, let's move on to the uh, the NFL playoffs, bro. And uh, let, let's talk about that. Uh, let's see. Let's see how that lines up right now. So, just looking at uh, the standings. Let's look at the AFC real quick. Yeah, first you said it was going to be uh, the tight uh, 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 the, the the Titans, right? Nashville, what's the Nashville team? The Titans. What do you mean? Well, we're talking about play. No, I'm talking about just playoffs in general. I'm no, just... no, no, no. But I'm 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 trying to lead into it. You said we we talked a few weeks ago. You said you, you, oh you, people picking Kansas City. Now I'm picking the Titans. And then the so, next week, then the next week, when uh 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 the 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 Bengals beat you, you said, no. oh I think it's the Bengals, and then 
No, I so didn't. Who you got this week, bro? I was uh, no. Well, it's not. We're not really picking. I'm just. I'm just going down by what what I see. The records. I got you. But I, I see what you you, I. I remember what you're talking about. Right. And right. I did because because we were trying to pick Super Bowl opponent. Anybody could pick the Chiefs. Right. You know what I'm saying? Anybody could pick Buffalo. So I was trying to pick somebody that's not the Chiefs or Buffalo. Right. But you got to pick who you believe still too. So that's what I'm saying. Who I believed. That's not the Chiefs of Buffalo. And okay. yeah, I, I, at that point, they weren't on a five-game losing streak. <laughs> right, well, well, that's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So, so I really did believe in them. You know what right. I'm saying? Not just, but, but just for a few weeks. <laughs> no. Uh, I'm just saying, like, I guess... I, if y'all want, if y'all want to get to the Super Bowl, don't have me pick you as 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 the, as the winner because <laughs> well, it, it ain't gonna you, happen. You jumped up the cruise ship into a lifeboat. No, I mean I did. We haven't had any picks since then, so I think that was my last pick. But when they lost to the when they lost to the Texans, I, you could lose to the Cowboys, but when you lose to the Texans, you know what I'm saying? Like, but this is what I will say. So. Jacksonville and uh, Tennessee will battle it out for the division title next week and the de facto last position in the AFC playoffs. Everybody else sort of has a position already. Kansas City. So that's a playoff game, huh? Basically. uh, And it didn't matter uh, what happened last week, uh, this week, or this week, this past weekend. It It only matters what happens when those two uh, battle each other. Hope Jacksonville win just just because, um, you know they are young and up and coming team. Uh huh. And and, and nobody want and nobody wanted to take that division. Trevor Lawrence has been playing a lot better, but that's the thing. Like this league, you know, he played shitty in the beginning of the year, and Tennessee was playing really well, and, and now the the tides have turned. The boy, the quarterback is playing real, and that's really the difference. Like he's looking like. The franchise quarterback that they drafted, where last year and parts of this year he didn't look like that, but you know that they've sort of turned that corner. Uh, but it's really a three-man race between uh, Kansas City, Buffalo, and Cincinnati in the in the AFC. That that's my opinion. I I feel like like the the wild cards right now are uh, the Chargers, uh, who you know. They have a nice quarterback, uh, but not a whole lot else. Uh, Baltimore, who don't have their quarterback and not a lot else. And uh, New England, those are the three wild cards right now. So I I, I don't see any of them breaking through. You know, it's really going to be Kansas City, Buffalo, or Cincinnati, in my opinion, in the AFC, man. Uh, You want to break down the NFC? Yeah, I'll do a little I'll, I'll do a little bit, and you can give me that, because I know you got all the where they ranked that. But let me just start with this. Uh-huh. So I think the last time we talked, this was before the Cowboys played the uh, the Eagles on in in uh, in Arlington, yeah, um, Christmas Eve. So you know, you you put out there, well, who do you think is the the top dog right now? And I said, well, you know, I mean, I was objective. I said, I said Eagles because the Eagles beat the Cowboys. That's what I said. I said, however. If the if the Cowboys hold serve and win um when they come Christmas Eve, um, they could probably catch him to make the divi- to, to, to challenge for the division. Not quite there, um, even though they did win the game, but now that the Cowboys beat the Eagles, mm-hmm. I still would have to put um San Francisco 49 as the way they've been playing consistently beating teams. Uh, and they won a big game against the Raiders, uh, what was it, last night or yesterday or whatever it was? Yeah. So, you know, I think what they're on, like a five or six game winning streak after having a shaky start. Yeah. So I think they're the hottest team in the, in the NFC. So next week's going to be huge for, for the NFC East because they all play each other and they are all in the playoffs right now. Commanders too? Well, let me look at that. I don't think the commanders is, is is in there. I know the Giants 
and the Cowboys and the Eagles, I think they all three clinched. Okay, hold on. Okay, I had to scroll down. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. Uh, but the Commanders are are, are right there, and 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 they're they're a team that can beat the Cowboys. Uh, Philadelphia plays uh, the Giants next mm-hmm. week, and, and Washington plays Dallas. So Dallas and Philadelphia split this year, right? Yep. And they are only a, Philadelphia is a game ahead of Dallas. So if you say the Giants beat the the Eagles and the um, Cowboys beat Washington, then they got they'll have the same record. They will have the same record with a split head to head. Huh? Yeah. So I don't so, know how they're so, going to break that tie. Well, but you know what, man, the Giants. Where, where are they playing that game at? Uh, looks like it is at Philadelphia. Yeah, the Giants didn't help the Cowboys at all when they played the uh, Philly, uh, probably in, in like week ten or something like that. Yeah, and because uh, that because I was hoping that the Cowboys, I mean uh, the Eagles, would win, and then that the game between you know I mean the game between the Cowboys and the and the uh, Eagles, and the Cowboys win, then they would have been tied right going mm-hmm. into the last week of the season. That's yeah. kind of how I was calculating when I talked to you about where I felt they were a couple okay. of weeks before the, but now, man, I mean, the giants, they played, a, they had a good year, a, a real respectable year. This is probably the first playoff year they had in like three or four years. Yep. Yep. And, um, but they, they just didn't, they, they, you know, it was at home and, and the Eagles just trounced them. So we ain't going to get no help from them. Matter of fact, shoot. The, the Giants will hate for us. To, they hate Philly, but they hate us more. So they they probably, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We ain't going to win. But we ain't going to beat the Eagles to help the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah. You know. And so, the Giants are in, so even if they lost, they'd still be in. Oh, yeah, yeah. All those teams made the playoffs. Yeah. The it's only all about one, positioning now. Well, the last, uh, the last wild card is still up for grabs. Okay. Seattle is in it right now. They're 8-8. Eight and eight. Detroit is eight and eight, and Green Bay is eight and eight, and oh, wow. Washington Washington is seven eight and one, so they have a, I guess an outside shot of of getting it. But well, they, if they win and they eight eight, if they eight, they eight, eight eight and one. Yeah, then and those both, and those teams are eight. eight would have to lose. They'd have to be yeah. eight and nine. Yeah, right, exactly. Mm-hmm. So I mean, they still like you said, they, they got to win. Mm-hmm. And uh, shoot, if one of those teams lose, they get in, right? Or or it's, or it's one spot between all three of them. Well, this is the problem. Detroit plays Green Bay next week, <laughs> so one of them gonna win. Right. Yeah. So Probably, watch. Well, I, I hope that I would hope I hope Detroit win. To be honest, me too. Me too. Because they 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 played so hard this year, and they've mm-hmm. been hard. They've been bad. So where's that game gonna be? Does it say? Yeah. Uh, they are playing at Green Bay. Oh wow! And Detroit is is coached by a former Aggie, Dan Campbell, who's a tight end at Antium. So, and their their defensive coordinator is Aaron Glenn, who was yeah All American cornerback for Antium. Right, right. Played the, play play the, play the Tech and the play for the Texans, Texans well, and the Jets. So. Yep. So uh, you know, I'm rooting for like those them. Guys. I, I, hey, you know, I ain't got no love for Green Bay the way they treat the Cowboys. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly, man. Uh so that's uh that's a rundown of the playoffs, man. Uh good deal, brother. Uh it's gonna be very interesting, uh, this playoffs because something always happens that you don't expect. I'm just wondering what's that gonna be this year. You know, generally the Cowboys in Green Bay always have a game, you know, that's that that that's quirky. So if Green Bay makes it in, I feel like they'll end up playing each other. They'll end up playing each other and something well, well, crazy. Well here's happen. my thing, right? If Green Bay wins, they win their division, right? Yeah, they're in the same division. Absolutely. Cowboys, unless the Cowboys win and the Eagles lose, and then whatever the tiebreaker is for that. Then they would win their division. So, but they they got to win. Mm. Eagles got to lose, and then where, wherever that tiebreaker is, I don't know what what is it. Is it points differential or points head to head or what? No, they wouldn't win the division because Minnesota is the division leader. Oh, okay, okay, etc. Yeah. Okay, 
I got you. Yeah, I got yep. you. Yeah, well, let me tell you this. The Cowboys really have not beat beaten the Green Bay Packers when it counted. Like the last four years or last four playoff years, mm-hmm. let's say that's over like six or seven years, Green Bay has always beat them. I, I, I use this scenario. The Cowboys haven't done anything in the last 10 years against Green Bay since the Dak catch I'm excuse me, Dez catch no catch. Dez Bryant catch no catch, right? He caught it, <laughs> and the, an official marked it. They went to station break after they came together, and they changed the freaking call, bro. Yeah, man, they won. That was the most disgusting thing I ever saw. It was. They it changed was, the call. It was egregious, and, and bro, they changed the call, and, and then they and, didn't know, overturn it on replay. Like replay showed it was a catch, right? But well, they they made up some funky rule. It was just like the tuck rule. Yeah, something but, you never heard of in your life. They made up. Yeah, but what I'm saying is, bro, he caught the he jumped and caught the ball on the six yard line, right? Took two steps, and then he launched himself to the goal line. So it wasn't like he caught it falling down. Mm-hmm. He, he jumped up over the guy. He caught it at about the six. Mm-hmm. The, three, the defensive back didn't even know where he was. He jumped over. So then he came down on two feet, yep. took two steps, which would have took him to about the three-yard three line. Mm-hmm. Then he launched. And... The official marked it down at the half yard line. Right. And then they yeah. got together, got together. Cause see what happens is if you catch the ball while you fall into the ground without having two feet established, yep. You gotta you gotta you gotta you gotta have the ball all the way to the ground and get up Absolutely. and give it to the official. Right, right, right. But he caught the ball and how the heck is he gonna catch the ball at the six? Yeah. And, and get to the goal line without running like a football play, right? Hey, man, I, I see that that that's still eating up, eating you up, man. <laughs> I, 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 it's I been like it. 10 years, but I know it's probably right, but, eating more Cowboy fans than just you up. Well, but that's the last time they really, really, really had a chance to go. Because here, let me give you some background. So the, the hot I the, team. I know the background, man. No, 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 no. Let me, let me give you my perspective. They, they, uh, the, the hot team was Seattle at the time. Uh-huh. Well, the Cowboys went up to Seattle. And and busted them in the face. They busted them all up. Yeah. So if they yeah. would have won that game, they would have played Seattle in Seattle, and they just went up there and beat them. They weren't intimidated by them. Right. But right. Green Bay, they they flipped the call. Green Bay goes up there, and Seattle wears Green Bay out. Right. No, I, I understand that, man. Uh, that's 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 what that that's what. Uh, Every time y'all play Green Bay, those are, are the feelings that are conjured up. I get it. Uh, let, now, so before we end this, before we get off here, and, and thank you guys for listening and, and watching. Uh, subscribe. Uh, and like the video. Uh, let's get some hot takes going, man. Uh, so a hot take is something that you ex- that you don't expect to see that maybe – you'll see in the playoffs. What's your hot take moving forward? Let me start it off just to give you an example. Okay. So, uh, and I hope this doesn't happen, but uh, it looks like Tampa Bay is going to squeak into the playoffs. But my hot take is that they're going to get hot and they're going to go all the way to the Super Bowl. Got Tom Brady, bro. Is that a hot take? I mean, they suck. They're not very good, but they do have Tom Brady. But I think that's a hot take. Once you get in the playoffs, bro, it, it could be anybody's game. I mean, of course, if you if you got the number one seed and you get that bye, that gives uh-huh. you that gives you an advantage. And also, you're gonna play all your games at home. Yeah, but Tom Brady's. They're Tom gonna Brady, play all theirs on the road. Well, no, no, no. The I'm, first I, I was, one because they're division champ. No, 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 no. I know, but I'm saying that that I was given the scenario if, yeah. if you if you're the number one seed, yeah, you get a week off and then yeah. you play mm-hmm. all games at home as you win already, right? But and not having that scenario, but you got Tom Brady, it might not matter until you actually knock him out the playoffs. Okay. The best thing was to not to let him get in the playoffs. And let me give so, a shout out to their coach Todd Bowles. 
Uh -huh. Todd Bowles is from Elizabeth, New Jersey. He's the same. Uh, he went to the same high okay. school I did. Go ahead. He, yeah, Todd yeah. And, and, and Todd, Todd is the head coach of the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers now. I graduated from Elizabeth High School in 1980. He graduated in 1981. Uh, he went to Temple, and then from Temple, he went to the, which was called the Washington Redskins as a safety, and he okay. won his first Super Bowl with Doug Williams, was the quarterback against uh, the Denver Broncos back in 1987. So did you know him in high school? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's called him the Tidy Bowl, man. Todd oh, Bowl. this is your first time telling me that, man. No, I think I may have mentioned it, but maybe maybe we didn't realize it. Uh, we, maybe, you know, we time. maybe we're not good enough friends, man. You, I'm nah. sure you told all your good friends that. Well, well let me tell you another tell person me. that's that's I'm connected to, uh, Raheem Morris. You did tell me that. Right, the defensive coordinator for the Rams. Mm -hmm. uh, I was so he proud was of him. once a head coach of the Buccaneers. Absolutely. Yeah, he was their defensive back coach, and then he got, got promoted to defensive then he got yeah, then he got promoted to defensive coordinator. Okay, for a year. And then they and then they cleared house because they had salary cap situations. Yeah. And then um uh, they promoted him to head coach. So he, he coached three years mm -hmm. as the head coach of Tampa Bay. He was like the one of the youngest head coaches at the time in the NFL for about mm -hmm. three years. Mm -hmm. And then uh he, he was with Atlanta. And I guess this is my take. He went he was at Atlanta. Okay. Uh, coaching wide receivers when they went to the Super Bowl here in Houston against Tom Brady, and they just couldn't finish the deal. So he was yeah. he was hurt. But then he went to uh, L.A. last year as the defensive coordinator, and he finally got a Super Bowl ring after. Uh, I think he's been to the Super Bowl. Well, I know he's went with, 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 with Atlanta. Mm -hmm. I think he was on the team. I have I have to double check. I think he was on the team in some capacity when. Uh, Tampa Bay won the Super Bowl back when uh, Derek Brooks was playing. Okay, yeah, he may I have think, been absolutely. I, I, I think yeah. so, but I, let me double check that. Right, right. Good deal, man. Good deal. Uh, so, what's your hot take, man? Uh, you know, I know man, I put I, you on the spot, brother. I'm I, sorry. I, hey, man, I I would love to see my Cowboys win a playoff game because that's, that's right now. No, right now that's what the that's that's the thing, you know. And that's then, a hot take right now, really. Yeah. That the Cowboys win a playoff game. Yeah, because here, here's the deal, <laughs> right? We got fake Cowboy fans out there, like like when Tony Romo was our quarterback, and 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 all these things happened, and and you know, and he played ten years, and he had his opportunity, and he would have he would have he could have been the first minority non melanin quarterback mm -hmm. to win a Super Bowl, but it didn't happen. Okay. So we got a lot of fake cowboy fans out there. Yeah. Um that because um of Tony Romo's culture and he didn't win, bro, there there was I'm, I'm sure some people was you know, you know how man, you know, we live in America, bro. Mm -hmm. And people get on social media and they say, you know, they say all kinds of crude stuff. Now, I'm not keyed into that because I don't live my life like that. And you right. know, Right. But what I'm saying to you is, and and I put this on Facebook a lot, because uh, you know people will say stuff like, "That's not smart enough." Now we understand when you talk about black people like that, right? Mm -hmm. And from me, you're gonna get some fire, okay? Because that's not analysis, right? That to me, that's stepping over the line. Absolutely. Right? And and people have said that about African Americans all my life, right? Yeah. So, so, so I'm not. So you could say, well, he threw too many interceptions. He's got the most interceptions, stuff like that. But when you make it personal, and 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 then I and I and my de my detection of uh, of rate my racism radar goes off. Yeah. I start talking like this. No, so we got people, right? So who don't want to see Dak win a Super Bowl because of his culture. Now I know people say, oh man, no, no. Uh, 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 we got people like that, and so so I'm still reasons, un unsure of what your hot take is, bro. Well, what's, what's let, your hot let, take? Let me let me let me rant, bro. Let me get my rant right, because <laughs> you because your hot take was what your hot take was. So I'm gonna get. I said that I hope they at least win a playoff game. They no, need a playoff game. The hot take is what you expect. Something, right. something huge. I expect out them. Of there. I expect them this year to to not get knocked out in the first in the first playoff game. 
And 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 one of the reasons why I believe that is even though Dak has thrown some interceptions, right? Uh, they said he's thrown the most interceptions since he came back, but the offense is high powered since he came back. Uh, uh, Rush um, kept the boat afloat, but he ain't scored no thirty five points a game under center. The defense took over most of the games when Rush was their quarterback. Uh, in the first part of the season, when Dak broke his thumb, so I'm hoping the de- hope 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 offense still gets their 35 points a game with Dak, but I hope the defense returns how they were like in the first first four or five games of the season. Okay, okay. So I think that it's so what I'm saying is I like to see the Cowboys not be one and done because that's what a lot of even so-called fake Cowboy fans are saying. Oh, he not. Dak's not smart enough to lead uh, uh, um, um, Cowboy Nation. I mean, bro, we got so, people that if they if they I Cowboy, think that, I think that's I think that's uh, that's uh, something that that Cowboy fans invented. I don't think I've ever heard anybody say Dak's not smart enough, bro. Let me tell you this, Jack. Jack I'm telling you this. I'm in a couple of chat rooms, and there are some I, people. Yeah, bro, they're just, trying to get under your skin, bro. They they don't mean well, that shit. They just saying shit just to get no, under because they no, know it's no, a bunch no. of cowboy fans in there. No, let me let me let me tell you, bro. You on the outside, I'm telling you, you're right about some people like that, and some of these are not cowboy fans. They just logged in. They trolling, yeah. right? Right. But but there is a percentage, bro, of people that are upset that they didn't want. Look, Tony Robo, if he'd have won a Super Bowl with the Cowboys, he would have been the first minority non-white quarterback to win a Super Bowl for the Cowboys. It didn't happen. Who? So now Dak's in that role. You said right? Tony Tony Romo is white, ain't he? His 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 heritage is uh is uh is Mexican American. So when he didn't win, I can imagine uh the, the racist people talking about his heritage and oh he and, I mean because that's just how racism is. So we got people that went through that Jack, and now they're projecting because misery likes company with some people, and so, bro, I'm, I'm telling you, you in these chat rooms, bro, they they say stuff. I bro, get it. Look, I'm in some AM chat rooms. I, I know what they can say. Yeah, they, yeah, they and that's brutal, what I'm saying. And so, and so, and yeah, and so, what I'm saying to you is right. Mm-hmm. I'm down for analysis, like we do, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I never call no. The, 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 I mean, the Cowboys have had. I don't know, 20 quarterbacks in their career and only only two have won Super Bowls, right? Yep. So even some of the worst quarterbacks when they were five and eleven under Dan Campo for Dave Campo for three straight years, they were embarrassment, but they still was my team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I wanted Tony Romo to win a quarter uh, win a Super Bowl for the Cowboys because he was my team's quarterback. Didn't matter what his racial ethnicity was or his grandparents or anything like that. So I feel right. the same th- way about that. But let me give you an ex- uh, give me a hard example, right? I'm 60 years old, right? So I started watching the Cowboys right around when I was 10, right? In the 60s, most of the 60s, the Cowboys had an all-white team. These are facts. And then what happened was Bum, uh, uh, Bum Bryant and, and, and those guys, this is way in the late 60s and 70s. They started, bro, listen to me. They, I'm listening. This is their history. They started drafting HBCU, at this time, black black uh, um, players. Uh-huh. So I'll give you an example. Bob Hayes, Bullet Bob Hayes, that won the Olympics, the, the, the sprints in the Olympics, right? Uh-huh. Went to Florida A&M. The Cowboys drafted him. Rayfield Wright, the offensive tackle, he was about 6'6", 6'7", back in that day, in the early 70s, went to a black college. So when they started getting those guys, they started not only make the playoffs, they won the Super, they won Super Bowls. That's a fact. But when they but when they started drafting these guys out of the black colleges, the Dallas fan base, right, cats that you see in the Cotton Bowl back then, and we wasn't no part of that. Bro, they went berserk, bro. And I remember this at 10 years old. They didn't want no black players, bro. They didn't want us. 
But that but was probably the whole league, man. It wasn't just Dallas. No, but I, I but I'm talking about the history of the Cowboys, bro. See, see, a lot of times that's why people say, "Well, man, how can you cheer for the Cowboys and you got a racist owner like Jerry Jones?" I said, "Bro, I used to like the Cowboys before I even knew who Jerry Jones was." They are all racist. Well, most well, of them. Yeah, but see, Jerry Jones gets gets more attention with it because he's running his mouth. Because he brings the attention on himself. Absolutely. Absolutely. But it's a lot of racist owners out there. Oh, absolutely, bro. We already know that, but they smart enough not to go Keep on their camera. mouth shut. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. they don't say something stupid. Right, right. Right? So so that's the history of the Cowboys, man. I mean, you know, they didn't start so, <laughs> I didn't ask bro, for didn't... the history, but I'm glad you gave it to me, brother. Bro, I mean, but this is a talk show, and we're talking about our teams, right? You know. Hey, man, the Texans don't have a whole lot of history. They, they got they, 20 years. They took the Oilers away from here, so they took all our history. You know, no, they're building their own history. I, but but the owner hey, who, who died, the owner who died, he did a lot for the city and, and, and brought the team and everything. But one of his last comments, talk about the uh, – uh, the, uh, the 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 prisoners are not going to run. You're going to do that, man. We're we oh, going to yeah, do that here. Do that. We ain't. I'm going to do that, bro. We ain't even nobody asked you to do that. We about I'm, to run I'm, out of I'm, time. Bro, yeah. I'm going to do it. Don't need to go there, man. I'm going to do let it. The, let the man rest, bro. Bro, he, bro I, I can't control what he's doing. This is what, what I want to say. But I'm saying he did everything. He was a Look, much better owner than his son. Oh, absolutely. Much better, much more effective. Bro, he brought the team back. I give him credit. Bro, but that caveat he ain't bring back. They always, before he left this earth uh rubbed a lot of people the wrong way. Oh, and a know, lot of they, it's they always, it just he you know he's sick and spit in his mouth. You know, that happens. Move on, man. You know, like if you so I'm I'm just as pro-black as you, man. Don't act like you more pro-black than me just because I wanna let a, a white man rest. Let him rest, bro. Um, no, here, here's here's my thing, Shit. right? What I'm saying to you is when African-Americans do something, they never get a chance to live it down. Like like when something happens, that's why when we talked about Brett Farr, no, I don't but think that's that. It. Uh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on. Well, I hear I don't you. think that, you know, our listeners, well, I said, bro, no, he's, he's, a, he's a public figure. He, he played in the NFL. He's a Hall of Famer. So what he says and does matter. Now Brett Favre, I didn't give a, I, said, I didn't give a damn about Brett Favre. Right, I didn't think but, I, but, but I did because because he stole money from people that needed it, mm-hmm. and that was his university that he funneled money to, right? Mm-hmm. And and he got caught, so he gave it back. So with him giving it back, that's supposed to wash his hands, right? And he didn't make no public statements. The the NFL didn't say anything. They do us differently. They do them. Jerry, oh, yeah. Jones, Jerry Jones, the situation with Jerry Jones, they act like it didn't happen. He got a paternity suit. He 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 let lady show young lady shows up and said, You're my dad. He's like, huh? No, uh, no, I'm not. And then he lawyers up, right? <laughs> he didn't have to lawyer you up to that chick. <laughs> bro, that's, his, that's potentially his daughter, bro. It's his, it is his daughter. And if it's his man. daughter, he should fess up. If you because they would be talking about black athletes bro. crazy. If you paying for somebody, whether whether you have a paternity test or not, that's your that's your child. They're gonna the courts are gonna say it's your child. You know, you've been giving child support all this time, then you're acknowledging that's your child. You can't he didn't just give say, child support. He gave he, a lot of money. Right. That in he threw essence, money to her was so big, they would keep was, quiet. He threw money to her so they would keep quiet. No, and that's somebody, part of it. And then he also gave money. To, to the daughter like a trust fund or something. Right, but what I'm saying to you to, is he walking that. around here at the late the, the young girl spilt the she she told her story to to the press. You get that? I get that. They invest wait a minute, let me finish. They investigated it to make sure it was uh, it was thorough. They went to Jerry Jones, right? No comment. They traced she had the checks, the mother's had the checks and and all of that. They showed him that it came from one of Jerry Jones' accounts or whatever, his accountant. And so now he couldn't deny it. But here's my problem with that, right? You doing all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. But you ain't saying, you know what? This is my daughter who I love. He lawyering up, man. He's a punk, man. <laughs> That's your owner, man. You, you want to call him a punk? Call him a punk. In that, in that regard, he's a dead... 
he's a he's an emotional deadbeat dad. Regardless, the 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 lady's twenty five, whatever age she is, she wants to acknowledge that Jerry. She wants to come and hug her dad, and he's worrying up. She wants his money, bro. Let's be real. She this chick had his don't. Money. She don't. She ain't had enough. She want. She want a piece of the pie. You act like she ain't doing this for a purpose too. Like she don't, she don't want to, everybody knows she Jerry Jones that daughter. She want more than that. She want a piece of whatever Stephen Jones gets and his other daughter get. She want her piece of the pie. And if he give a DNA, if he give a, a paternity test, she'll get it. I promise. Well, well, it's that's he why he fight, ain't getting it. He fighting it. Yeah. Not to do it because he can lawyer up and, and got money. But here's the deal. I said, go on Maury, Maury Povich, man. You punkin, you pumpkin puss, Boy, baby bro, daddy. I go say go. I say go on Steve Harvey. Steve Harvey will handle it a lot better than Maury Povich, bro. Now Maury yeah. Povich is a and, professional and with that. Steve Harvey is the new professional. Trust me, but he don't. No, he don't. He's don't, not gonna do it. I don't trust the two. I don't trust the two win uh, a, a fan. He's not he's not gonna do it until the courts force him to do it. Right, right. That's what I'm saying. He's lawyering up because he, he he can't he ain't gonna confirm or deny, but the the, the lady her mother the mother and her got all these records and all of this, even if Jerry Jones didn't sign the check. I mean you could trace all of that. Yeah. Right. And and here's the thing. Fox News, uh I think I forgot the game, the, the cowboy game was on Christmas. And then they go, you know how they go to your uh, halftime, they go to your local. Yeah. Fox News 26 here in Houston um, came out and said, uh, Jerry Jones uh, uh, is fighting uh, having to produce a DNA test for his alleged daughter who came out to say that Jerry Jones was, was her dad. And, um, you know the NFL and stuff. What I read, bro, they 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 don't keep this stuff in the media very more. Or they or they or or if they love you and if you look like them and all of this, Roger mm -hmm. Roger Goodell Roger Roger Goodell hadn't said nothing. I, I looked around, he ain't said nothing. Same no, no, thing, no. Kraft, the owner, he out there in brothels and doing Man, stuff like that. Roger Goodell don't want to get. Put out of his position, you know. Of course, he worked, he he worked for the owners. I understand. I don't want to piss him off. But that, but that doesn't mean right is not right. That's all I'm saying. Okay. And 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 then the, uh, let me end with this: the NFL needs to expand two teams. I think I told you this before, right? Oh, and the reason and the reason why that's... they need to expand because then they can designate these the two teams. I said I the two I said St. Louis and San Diego. Because both of them, both of those teams had NFL teams for a long time, and and um, uh, 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 San Diego uh, yeah. Chargers left to go to LA for the new stadium and all the money, and the, and the Rams got shafted by the the the, the Los Angeles Rams twice. For but sure. that, but the reason why I say we need to expand because that's the only way we're gonna have minority ownership, uh, where where Jay Z. Well. Well, that, that is uh, that that's and all a these people. That's a longer conversation than time we got left, brother. So well, may, maybe we can here. maybe we can get into that on 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 the next show. Right, that's good. Uh, cool, cool, man. Hey, appreciate you being on here, bro. We uh we got a lot uh talked about, and we done, we done went on a couple of rants, and uh you know hopefully uh you 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 picked a, a hot take that wasn't a hot take, but. <laughs> it's hot enough for me, bro. I'm sweating. All right, man. Hey, and that is the time. I don't know. Can you hear that? Yep. That's, oh, okay. Cool. 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 That's the time, my brother. So uh, appreciate you, Happy man. Happy New Year, people. Jackson Peace. versus Jackson. Happy New Year. Let's have a prosperous one. We love you. Until next time. Peace. Go Cowboys. Go Cowboys.